Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Ryan Neiman, the CEO of Squid. They provide low-code development tools with particular attention paid to HR apps. We're going to explore what low-code is and what it means, the ebbs and flows of the market, and HR software needs on this edition of PeopleTech. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for coming by. Could you tell me about Squid? I mean, what, what do you do and how do you do it? That's a great question. Thanks, Mark, for, for having me on today. Uh, Squid is a low-code application platform, and we're about uh, nine years old, going into our 10th year of operation. And we help operational leaders create business applications that are human-centric in design. We're one of the first companies to ever focus on human-centered design experience, and we do it in the low-code fashion. Um, So we talk to different companies that are looking to have solutions for revenue operations, customer operations, and people operations, and modernizing their back-end enterprise systems. Now, you've got a couple of of people solutions. Um, Can you tell me about them? So uh, earlier this year, we acquired a company in flight and they're focused uh, and now we're focused in the people operation space. And a lot of that has to do with improving the overall employee experience and specific solutions around improving the candidate candidate experience. Um, We do that with a number of different backend platforms in the HRS uh, space like Oracle PeopleSoft and Taleo or Workday and Brass Ring. Uh, or other partners like like Symphony Talent. And many of our customers are looking for ways to improve the employee experience working with these systems. You know, they, they typically haven't been updated for a number of years. They could be uh, quite nuanced uh, or, or just old. <laughs> and and uh, if you think of the overall employee experience from application through, you know, managing your career and, and performance and, and things in between, um, there's a lot of room for improvement on some of these backend systems. And, uh, you know, a lot of our companies are looking for, for ways to recruit more effectively uh, in light of, uh, you know, being post-pandemic and, and the great resignation and uh, coming up with new ways to re-imagine uh, the employee experience and work the way that they need and want to work, which in many cases could be mobile responsive or or texting, for instance. And, uh, how do you incorporate those into your overall employee experience from a attraction and retention and, and growth perspective? Can we drill down a little bit and talk about how InFlight fits with Squid? I mean, why did you find them attractive, attractive enough to acquire? Uh, InFlight is a fantastic platform uh, that is also low code. Um, and specifically tailored in that people operation space. So they've got, uh, uh, well, we, we now have technology specifically uh, around integrations with Oracle PeopleSoft and the, the others that I mentioned. Um, we have uh, applicant tracking system that's optimized for many of those platforms. Uh, and we have uh, the subject matter expertise that, that came on board with their uh, pre-sales engineering and professional services team. Uh, and our executive team. Uh, all of that um, really took from what uh, Squid already had, people operations solutions 
uh, you know, success stories uh, with a number of, of large uh, companies, both private and, and uh, uh, federal uh, customers. And bringing it in flight took that from, you know, one more solution offering that we had to a whole arsenal uh, of, of solutions and capabilities in that employee experience and, and candidate experience space. So it really made a lot of sense, both from a technical perspective, as well as helping us expand our overall go-to-market. And how about the the merger? I mean, the melding of the two workforces and the operations and such, how's that going? Well, every time we look at a company, one of the first things we look at is, is uh, you know, does it make sense from an overall product and market fit uh, perspective? Um, also, you know, where's the workforce and, and the size uh, of the company and team? Uh, and then you know, culture, uh, you know, the culture uh, at InFlight and now our, our new Squid team members uh, just really made it a great acquisition and continues to be a great fit for us. Um, you know, Squid has always been very focused on developing a very rich culture. Uh, and and InFlight has been a really great acquisition from that perspective. I'd like to um, pull back a little bit because I'd like to ask you some some questions about the business. Um, one of the things that strikes me is late last year, I was hearing a lot of talk about low-code development, especially low-code in HR. I'm, I'm not hearing about it quite so much anymore. So I'm wondering what's going on out there. I mean, is it just settled down and people are just working with it more than talking about it? Or are things growing the way they were? You know, what's up? Yeah, that's a, good, that's a, a great question. And as I look at the market, what we're seeing, of course, is it's significant growth uh, with the, the customers we're working with. Uh, but then also we're seeing that the overall market is growing fairly rapidly. You know, as we look at either the human capital management space or CRM or, uh, you know, people operations and customer uh, platforms, uh, all of those are growing fairly rapidly, kind of in the, you know, total addressable market, uh, about 12% a year or so. But low-code application platforms are are typically in that 20 to 21% growth year over year. So we're seeing it continue to grow. Um, we're also seeing a number of platforms start to have uh, some form of low code offering. So even in the HR space, you can get started with some, uh, some basic uh, low code capabilities. And what we find is that our customers will start down that path, uh, begin to build some things in a low code fashion, which is a great alternative to uh, custom code uh, development, which is typically fairly costly, uh, fairly resource intensive, and, and in many cases, it takes a, a, a lot longer uh, from the time from ideation to actually getting the application built. And we shorten those cycles, uh, but be, given our human-centered design experience focus, we can really get pixel perfect on brand, which is absolutely critical as you're starting to not only build your brand as a company with customers, but then also, how are you building your brand from a, a career perspective and attracting the right talent? And then making sure that the experience that that uh, candidate and then employee receives, it, it really goes throughout their career. And in many cases, it's really providing you know, employee portals or uh, uh, different uh, business applications that are actually 
easy to use and allow you to do your job effectively. And that's the power of bringing Squid into the uh, environment when you're looking at building business applications in a low-code approach. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more. So how do you see low-code working in the HR function? Um, Is this going to change the way HR gets their tools built or HR people going to start to understand how to code using, you know, applications like yours? I do. I I think what we're seeing is, uh, you know, a lot of times the HR department didn't receive the highest percentage of of IT budget, if you will. Um, And uh, now more than ever, there's a need to provide that differentiated experience and and really market to and recruit uh, uh, top talent and thinking through or reimagining that candidate experience and reimagining the employee experience. And uh, in many cases, that can mean making sure that, you know, applications are mobile responsive or that there's a a seamless um, experience across multiple backend technologies that normally, let's say, don't talk to each other. Um, We see our uh, customers really getting aggressive and differentiated in the candidate experience to be able to more effectively recruit. Uh, but then there's a matter of making sure that cross department and cross systems, there's good coordination and flexibility in being able to schedule effectively. And a lot of that means that you need a tool that can bring these together uh, and allow people to imagine how would we do this and provide that experience that gets us the business results that we're looking for. You know, many of our you know, uh, companies uh, will see that they've got candidate drop-off, right? That uh, once they get to a landing spot and encounter some challenges in, in submitting an application, but making that a frictionless uh, experience, making it an elegant experience in, in some cases makes the difference of being able to staff a large number of, of open roles uh, that many enterprise customers we work with have. Are low-code tools going to significantly change the way HR gets uh, its applications built? And what's that mean for the relationship with IT? Yes, it, it will. The, you know, there's a number of different sources that talk about the amount of business applications that will be built over let's say the next five years are more business applications than the previous decades in, in, in combination. Um, so more and more demand for business applications and fewer and fewer professional coding roles being filled. Uh, there's some estimates from uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics that says in the next years, there's gonna be 1.2 million uh, unfulfilled professional code and developer roles. So the need to develop uh, business applications continues to grow, and there's continued shortage of individuals to be able to deliver on on those business applications. Fundamentally, HR will continue to have a need to create create business applications, be able to pull these systems together, which many customers have very significant investments in, in these platforms. 
but the need and the experience that they want to deliver employees continues to evolve and change. And there's an expectation from uh, uh, you know, a number of different uh, generations, let's say, coming into the workforce that uh, have different expectations. And if you want to meet those expectations, meet your business objectives, you're going to need to be much more agile. And the ability to do it with an application that allows you to develop business applications without long development cycles or offshore development or uh, a, a high costly budget uh, really differentiates you in, in the marketplace as an as a HR team, let's say. Last question uh, is, you know, focusing back on Squid for a minute. What's in the future? Are you thinking about more acquisitions, uh, you know, building out the business that way? Or, or are you going to be more sort of self-absorbed and, you know, sticking to your own knitting? Well, we've got an exciting immediate future, you know, bringing in in-flight uh, has really bolstered our people operations uh, solutions. Uh, we continue to march down the, the product roadmap. Just this last week, we had our Dubai release uh, hit the market, which really gives our customers the power of choice. So you can start building applications with Squid, install, uh, provision a backend database, and start building uh, business applications. And then you also have the ability to leverage the Squid, what we call EXP or Employee Experience Platform, uh, as uh, we acquired InFlight. And then lastly, we have the ability to deploy on Squid SFX, which is the Salesforce experience. So we're really giving our customers the ability to hit the ground running and start building right away. We're going to continue to iterate on those products and develop and innovate. And we're also looking at different customer or different uh, uh, potential candidates out there uh, for acquisition that help us bolster that roadmap, help us help us accelerate it. Um, also, that makes sense in bringing in additional developer talent uh, to help us uh, scale and grow. So, uh, we've got a lot of exciting announcements to come. I'm sure. Well, Ryan, thanks for taking the time to talk today. Mark, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. My guest today has been Ryan Neiman, the CEO of Squid. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. 
Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We We out. out.